0: we're live hello everyone and welcome to podcast number two here we are again it's not been a week since we last recorded though so it's been a bit of a i don't know a bit of a waiting game trying to sort out the mic situation we have now got mics we are moving up in the world we really hope you can tell the difference in the quality of our voices
1: (laughs) i won't need to talk as loud this time that's a benefit for all of you basically
0: (laughs) I but don't know, we are sat here with, with the Whites Infandelles, so <laughs> it probably will get progressively louder, but we're only having one.
1: Yeah. Um I, yeah, we were talking about Whites Infandale weren't we? And actually that this is uni days.
0: This is serious uni days. We're about to have like s- serious, like sombre chats about life. And we're here sipping Whites Infandale and for me this is like memory lane, first two weeks of uni, having no idea what on earth. I'm just got myself into, and to be honest, at least we're not drinking out of mug. True. Did yeah. You that, drink out of mug. I did, yeah, <laughs> I did. But that is the worst. I I did upgrade pretty soon, when I realised that wine was going to be like a staple in my diet. I realised that you know it was on. like the PTSD the next morning when you make a cup of tea and realising you drank vodka orange from that mug oh, the night before. And trying to wash it out in hot water. Oh my God! <laughs> what? There's nothing worse than trying to clean it a vodka mug a vodka mug it just (laughs) stays it's just
1: gross isn't it but yeah no today we are going to be mainly talking about expectations of all kinds but mainly around being in your 20s and i guess what our expectations were and what they are now and being in our mid-20s going on to the latter parts of our 20s
0: have we said what how old we are <laughs> oh, God, i don't know i actually don't know <laughs> we could be 18 <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this whole podcast in our 20s and we've not i don't even think anyway i'm 26 going on 27 and
1: i'm 25 going on 26 i'm gonna be 26 next month so okay. i'm approaching the the um, you're over the hump over the hump i feel like reaching 25 though that's when i don't know what it was but it was like a switch in my brain just completely changed. Do
0: you know what? It was the same And I don't know why. Like, 24, I thought, like, I can get away with anything now. I'm 24. But as soon as I hit 25, I felt this real, like, heaviness, but in a good way. Like, I just felt things were getting really serious and I had to make some serious decisions. And the next couple of years, I thought, oh, do you know what? I have two years now to sort of get to where I I think I should be by 27. Mm -hmm. And now i'm what my birthday is in august
1: and but, but did the last two years count because of covid and also julie you have a, accomplished a lot in the last two years to be fair
0: why is it never enough though i mean we will we'll go on to this but it's never enough it's like you save for that holiday and you go on that holiday and you come back and then it's like what's well, the, next,
1: what do the thing? next thing yeah we i think everyone's got that i think it's a british thing it's just always the next thing like even people when you think oh you've got a mortgage like what else could you need in life and they're like well actually they're saving for like a refurbishment of a kitchen
0: oh my god yeah it just never ends then you've got to do the stuff in the house you've just bought just saving constantly maybe that is 20s maybe that is, 20s. is that no 20s? i don't know i think it's all the time all Right. right let's, <laughs> let's keep this a bit more like hearted <laughs> how are you babe how's it been
1: i'm okay to be fair um i just think that 2020 has been 2022 <laughs> Twenty twenty. See, I'm, I keep forgetting. I think we're still in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two has just been a bit of a funny year. I think COVID. I'm not going to talk about COVID, but I think COVID loosening, and then obviously um, we want to keep this a light hearted space away from kind of I guess the realities as much as possible. But with the Ukraine and everything going on, I think it's um, I think it's taken a toll on everyone because I think we all feel a little bit helpless at this time. Mm. So I feel a bit heavy this week. I know it's a bit deep, but I'm feeling a little bit heavy in that in that regard but um overall i think i'm just looking forward to lighter days and a bit of the sun and barbecues and i think everyone needs it i think everyone needs it
0: so ready for that for that sunshine but yeah i do agree with it having been a really heavy week i have felt really heavy and really helpless and what has been really really bizarre Which is the first time I'm experiencing it on this level. And I think you can relate to this because you've got a thing about social media, which we'll get into. I don't know what week. We haven't decided. I am eye rolling. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, About kind of getting getting onto Facebook, getting onto Instagram, you're scrolling, and one minute you're seeing, um, you know, a makeup tutorial, and the next thing is somebody, you know, like cartwheeling through the garden, and then the next thing is refugees and people having to split up from their families and just, it's just seeing the pets being carried through a war zone and I just think how, like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. And in between all of that, my job is so social media heavy, like if I don't post then nobody knows I exist, like people forget you exist. And I just have not known what to post, when to post, it hasn't felt, I'm not a robot, like I just, I couldn't, I've not been able to collect myself all week. And... I just yeah my my heart just honestly cries out for these people it's just so harrowing yeah it's felt a really really heavy week
1: i think all we can really say is that our thoughts obviously with the people of ukraine and everyone that's affected by it and um yeah i know that this is a place for us to you know hopefully we can use this as a way of people being able to kind of i guess take their minds off for a short while of obviously the stuff that's going on in the world but that's not without us having that in our hearts and our thoughts I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah, yeah basically and what's
0: what's really difficult is trying to sort of carry on because we have to do we're not living in that part of the world we're not experiencing that so you have to find a way to carry on and then you just feel guilty for doing that you,
1: do. you literally do but
0: it's yeah. such a bizarre place to sort of to sort of be but hey, that's that's been this week. Um I'm just gonna pause this and check that our new mic is actually working properly yeah. before we do the whole podcast and then realise that it's not doing its job. So ad break. <laughs> Add break. Add break. Okay, so we're back on, the mic's working, it's all good. Um yeah so I think best thing to do then is press rewind and go back to what we thought Maybe 10 years ago, what was that, 15, 16, 17, what we thought our 20s were going to bring, and um, yeah, all that's associated with that, where we thought we would be, what we thought we would be doing. That's a good one. My God. So, yeah. Do you
1: want to start? Introduce or? us to what, <laughs>
0: 16 year old Becky?
1: 16 year old Becky, what was I doing? Um, I'm not going to lie, I probably was pissed on a field somewhere.
0: Yeah, juice. Wait, actually,
1: 16 don't know if i just passed that stage i hope i weren't at 16 i think i was at least a house party by that point um oh so the field
0: thing had already happened i think the field thing was we started early didn't we well i
1: think that's why drink is i thought i'd be right on the drinkos on at my 20s but if anything yeah i'm a bit of a lightweight now i've just started to become one
0: i feel very um, (laughs) what's her name gwyneth paltrow i feel like she's entered my life she needs to enter your life in like your 50s or your 40s but she's here there's elements if you look around there's self-help books self-help books all around you <laughs>
1: no i don't know. i feel like i'm hitting a midlife crisis already but we'll get into that okay. um but yeah 16 year old becky was working at tesco having a great old time and i think for me at that point my brother was in his second year of uni so for me i knew that there was a possibility that i was I, well, he was the first person in my family to go to university. I don't have... Um, my family won't mind saying this. Like, my immediate family aren't the most academic. Um, so, for me, that was never an expectation um, of my family to me. But I kind of built up that expectation that I was going to go to university. Didn't know what for at that point. Um, but I knew I wanted to go and I knew it wanted to be around people. And then I think he was about 17 or 18. Um, I must have been 17 and 18 i just look i remember it so clearly going on google and just typing in jobs with people and social work came up and obviously google makes every job sound amazing doesn't it it's just like it's just like you know uh, endless opportunities helping people caring for people so i just kind of bit the bullet and did that um and from there i just kind of thought well i'm going to be a social worker um and i'm going to work with adults that was kind of the vibe and i think from there uni just went to university and then kind of took from there but I think going back expectations of my 20s at that point would have definitely I know it would have been was being a mother because I've wanted to be a mum since I was like two had I was obsessed with babies um being a mum marriage wasn't an expectation never has been not again by my family because my mum and dad didn't marry so it's not been something I've been brought up with um but definitely marriage and a mansion would have been on my on the cards you know that whole idea of like a four bedroom house with a garden no that would have been an expectation of mine house children and a really good job that would have been that would have been my eye view of what a 20s would be i think that would have been it yeah
0: but isn't it mad how you kind of put that within the 20s bracket and people spend a lifetime searching for love so they can build a home with that person and saving for a mortgage and trying to you know get onto the housing ladder, but we because I agree with everything everything you've just said, we put that into the twenties bracket
1: <laughs> ten years of your life <laughs> ten years
0: it's just isn't that crazy, and then you expect to achieve that within like by the time you get into your twenties, I guess we will on your way to have having achieved that because by twenty seven who sat over here. Um that you know, you, these things should have be been achieved by now because you're approaching thirty if you're looking at it like that.
1: Yeah, I I think I think it's also when you reach your twenties you realise you're in your prime. There's this whole word, isn't it, that you're in your prime. Yeah. Like I say it all the time, the girls always joke with me that I'm in my prime. I'm in my prime. And so I have also the main expectation I think being in my twenties now, really reversed, is actually living life and having fun. But then alongside the other ones that i have that are obviously slipping away like the children i haven't really thought about a mortgage yes it's in the back of my head but it's not been something that i've kind of said it's got to be by the time i'm 30 um they've kind of slipped and then it's like i've got to live my life to the full because everywhere on social media is living life to the full we're in our prime with you know well mm. and it's like what one do i prioritize so i think when you reach your 20 for me the biggest expectation of them all is that i don't want to look back on my 20s and think i haven't lived it and that's really hard to to deal with. I think like it's the biggest thing for me is now is like that's really good living your life, but is that just for um, for saying that you lived your life? Am yeah. I? You know what? I'm, I think your twenties is about really actually realizing what you enjoy doing and what you don't, and not people pleasing.
0: Yeah, ultimately that is what it comes down to. But we we're not taught that, or we're not sort of these conversations are not had at any point before you get to your 20s i hope that's not picked up the train too
1: much yeah we've got a train <laughs> passing by apologies for that um oh my god honestly but yeah and i think when i was younger like 16 17 18 someone asked me to go out for a drink i'm like yeah i thought in my 20s i'd be a bit more like oh no you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna do what i want to do still to this day cannot say no to anything So hopefully that's something in my 30s that I'll be able to achieve. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? Like, what was your expectations? What... Did you have any, I guess, influences or expectations from, like, external members of your life as well? Like, do you know what I mean? What was your...
0: Yeah, so, I mean, thinking back to my 16-year-old self, I was always a really sort of hard-headed... No, that's that's what I'm doing. I've said that's what I'm doing, so I'm going to go and do that. And that's always stuck with me um so yeah when I was 16 obviously finished school I was busy partying I just realized that life is for living and I can have parties and then I eventually got to the grand old age of 18 moved out went to university moved to Canterbury lived there for two years and then I moved to Spain lived there for a year came home finished my degree back in Canterbury um so yeah my expectations like I was dead set on university that was Ne- I was never going to budge from that, like I knew that that is what I really, really, really wanted to do and yeah, I just, I just remember like studying really bloody hard I remember you studying really
1: hard all the
0: time, yeah I like, remember
1: Mason telling me all the time that's Julia's boyfriend, and b- fiance by the way, and <laughs> um, yeah I remember him always just saying she's here, there and everywhere just studying in Spain and just, Italy and wherever yeah. he was
0: just this like constant fear of if I don't do this, if I don't go to university, if I don't learn the language from scratch. If I don't move to Spain, I will not succeed. Where does that come from? I don't know, because it wasn't put on me by parents. It definitely wasn't put on me by friends. If anything, they were sad to see me piss off to Canterbury and move to Spain. They were like, well, we're not going to see you now. So I think the outside factors came from employment and sort of fear of not having a good job and fear of not having money, which, again, never came from... Being in a in a household that didn't have these things, like I had a really stable upbringing, and you know, mum and dad have had jobs forever. Like they never went through redundancy or unemployment. Or I was so fortunate to be in a household that was stable in that regard. So I don't really know where it came from, but this deep seated like need to make sure that I had money coming in. Even when I was a student, I used to do part time work. I came home and just worked loads of summers back at Tesco's. Yeah, I started Tesco. my first
1: job at the range, £4.11 an hour. Oh God, the range is such a depressing place. <laughs> I get so depressed when I, as soon as I get in there, it's instant depression. Is it? Is it a flashback oh, to God, how did you do that? I didn't even know you worked at the range. I did, as yes, my first job. So you was a grafter basically and just had a lot of, you put a lot of pressure on. I think it sounds like you just put a lot of pressure on yourself, but yeah. I think we're the similar in that way
0: yeah there was just in my head there was no alternative like even when i was really struggling with learning spanish at uni because i was a possessed individual that thought it was a good idea to learn a language from scratch whilst doing politics whilst doing everything else was hindsight looking back that probably crazy. shouldn't have done that because that like mental health which was not something that was even discussed that you what how many years ago five six years ago definitely it's not, not. Even that long ago but it no. wasn't discussed um I was like rock bottom like i didn't know how i was scraping by i remember starting year two of uni and walking into my first spanish class and they said the teacher said to us we are no longer going to speak to you in english because you know this is like the next level of spanish you've passed your first year and we will speak to you only in spanish even if you ask your question in english the reply will be in spanish and i just remember sitting there surrounded by some native spaniards thinking what the fuck how in the hell like i scraped year one how in the hell am i gonna am i gonna get to spain like this is not gonna happen i would have just sat there and cried at
1: least spain span Spaniards, <laughs> and spanish people would understand <laughs> that you're upset do you know what i mean like how do you know what i mean i
0: just couldn't believe my ears i thought okay great you're gonna explain all these verbs to me Uh, in Spanish the language I'm trying to learn and barely understand so yeah I think my expectations of my 20s were I just expected a lot of myself and then I expected to leave uni and walk into dream job scenario Um, fortunate enough to obviously still be with Mason throughout university and all that jazz very consistent factor yeah so I mean he kept me sane and kept me stable (laughs) dread to think what would happen if he weren't around and you know to kind of bring me back down to earth and ground me
1: i don't know and i think that's another thing isn't it because we're both talking of people that are in relationships like but i think as well 20s is like I, i i i know it from just i've people always think i'm a relationship person but i have took i have had time out of relationships but um i think for me when i was in them i would then be able to picture my future but, without them bit be- when I was single, my future looked so much more free in the sense of my future could do like anything. Do you know what I mean? yeah, so I think for people that aren't in a relationship, I think things are a lot more uncertain, mm. whereas people that are, I don't know why things feel a little bit more. I don't know what the word is, but I think your expectations change instantly because all you think in your head, you're thinking you know, marriage could be a possibility, children could be, you think of the house because you can't definitely save for a house on your bloody own, and if you do, you deserve a medal. Um, but do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like things can be a little bit more, I guess, there's that certain feeling that we don't know when this is going to happen, but it will, we're doing yeah. it together. Do you know what I mean? But when I was single, I just remember thinking, I'm going to be the crazy auntie at 50 years old, st- you know, had like four divorces, and I'm still partying, going to, you know, Benidorm. I just had no vision of my future at all. My 20s just looked like an absolute blur. Really? All my friends were in relationships. So in that time, I remember just feeling very, like, wow, things are really uncertain right now. But it wasn't a bad feeling. It was just like, can't see the next six months, let alone to a year. But then, I don't know if that, I think that has changed again since being in one. Yeah. It's just weird, isn't it?
0: It's really bizarre when you say that, because with the whole being able to see it, I've really struggled in my 20s, especially, like, since the whole COVID thing happened. Like, I spent a lot of the lockdowns and the COVID really reassessing the direction I was going in and being like, right, is this what I actually want to do? When we come out of this and the world reopens in a different way, like, how do I see myself? What do I want to do? And I just couldn't see it. I knew it wasn't where I was, but I couldn't see it. Whereas in my... I think
1: that's because you are very, in your own head, quite career-driven. You are... It's a big... I think it's quite a big part of you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you will not settle for anything other than... and We know that. Um, and I think you're very career-driven, so that's why there was uncertainties, because that part of your life you was unhappy with, where there are a lot of people, and we all know them. We might be one of them. Well, I definitely might be. Where you're in a job that isn't satisfying you, and you weren't going to settle for that. Do you know what I mean? And you did take a plunge, didn't you, Julia? Yeah,
0: did I did. <laughs> well, I think I probably would be, like moved out in a different setting right now with the money I had saved over that time and taken the plunge in, in, a, in a direction that I never anticipated is, is you need to explain um okay so I how do I explain this is so low. I need to
1: quickly say it when I came to Julia's we were at a barbecue here and this was when we went for a few walks, you know, the lockdown walks. We went for walks and she was kind of like, I literally don't know what I'm doing with my life. And that was generally just around a career-wise. And then one day she took me up in a room and showed me like a book and she'd written basically, didn't you, all of like her perfect day. Like she literally writ, wrote or writ, Wrote. Uh, right. Wrote her perfect day down, like to the T, the, the minute she woke up, what she was wearing, what she was doing. And then <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to lead you on to Julia, who's going to then tell you what? what happened after that
0: yeah so when i wrote that i was in a really difficult place in my life i'd spent um a lot of time energy money studying for my degree which was in politics and spanish international relations and then i came out of that i realized that it's not good enough That employers were looking for a master's degree if you were to be taken seriously in that field so back i went put myself through a year of that whilst juggling a million other jobs trying to make ends meet and then um came out of that and did a charity job um supporting children across like globally which again was really satisfying in that the company was amazing and the charity were amazing what they were doing but not meeting these kids and not being hands-on and being more of like the admin behind the scenes person yeah i realized in instantly that that was just not going to work for me like i had to be building the school like I literally had to be in there mixing the cement <laughs> otherwise it wasn't going to work for me it's not going to happen
1: sorry Hans. So oh yeah
0: lockdown happened after I'd been in this job for two and a half months I think it was yeah. not long um but I realized the job you know unless it looked different after covid it wasn't going to pan out and then as covid set in and all the lockdowns set in with every lockdown came new interests and new sort of the whole freedom thing you were talking about and i thought well if i don't follow this path of what i did at uni i could do this or i could do that and then suddenly i just felt so excited about life again i just thought oh this thing that i've loved to do which is flowers and be creative and build my own business and do my own little thing i suddenly gave myself permission to think about it like Wholeheartedly
1: As an actual realistic option in your life, like yeah. not just,
0: and I
1: guess there's that whole thing of, um, you can think things, but actually going and doing them is completely different, I yeah. think completely different story, do you know what I mean? I think it's easy to lay in bed and daydream about the perfect job, but technically everyone's capable and able to do it, I think it's just that risk factor that comes with it. Especially like we were talking about with being in your twenties, yeah. and these expectations we have on us to do certain things at a certain time frame, um, I think if you was to take away our age and timelines in general, yeah. people's lives could be a lot different. That and is such
0: an interesting concept. Like if you actually take away an age thing, like realistically, we aren't going to change physically. Hopefully not. not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd like to, the pounds to go the other way would be fabulous. <laughs> and the boots to go upwards, <laughs> yeah,
1: upwards, not downwards. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody um, gravity!
0: But yeah, if, we, if that was to be taken away, I think we would leave, lead and live much more freely. Like, yeah, like fluid lives. 100%. But I realised in this time that I was actually limiting myself to such an extreme, and I thought well, I'd gone down the path of university twice over. I'm now at this age, which means I have to put these degrees into action. I have to use. Expectations them. of again. Yeah, they uni, are. Uni
1: or I don't know what it is. Where can not possibly
0: from. go to uni and then come out and, and do not, something completely different? Yeah. Like, who is that person? How dare she? And until. Who is she? Who is she? But it weren't until I gave myself the permission to be like, actually, just go crazy. Like, what's the worst that can happen? just go mad and see yeah. what
1: happens good for you could also do that
0: yeah honestly. so yeah that's when i wrote down in my book my perfect day i thought right inhibitions out the window just if i could be my perfect self what would she look like and that's where and
1: she was like a boss bitch wearing like a blazer and she was and honestly i swear i looked on instagram she was wearing this pink blazer with this flowers <laughs> about a month later and i thought she is wearing the blazer she's wearing <laughs> the blazer in the book do you know what I mean if that ain't manifestation I don't know what is do you know yeah what I, mean? I
0: bought this pink blazer in a H&M sale along with 10 million other things that I didn't need because um the whole world was in lockdown and I wasn't going anywhere and I thought no this pink blazer means something it's gonna mean something and that's when I set up Julia Blooms my floristry company and that was one of the first pictures if not the first picture that I posted of me holding an outrageous bouquet of flowers which i now look back on and cringe just a bit
1: oh they're beautiful because there's so
0: much i've learned in the last you know self-taught
1: year. self-taught florist so you know you've got to start somewhere but i'm not gonna lie they, they were beautiful man
0: they're a bit out there weren't they they loved it, you know
1: just love it well i think you are a good example for people that might be sitting at home right now and kind of thinking i am not having a great time you know, we're all going to wake up some days and hate our jobs, but I think to think like that every day, it's like literally 95% of our life is yeah. our job. Um, and I think you should at least wake up and not dread it. I'm not saying sometimes wake up and like you're like literally flipping, jumping up in the hills, but to dread work every day is just not... Is not That's not
0: what we're It's to not divine. And the other thing is like we aren't actually guaranteed... The next 10 years we're not guaranteed the next five we're not guaranteed the next week but like not to get all heavy again but we're not and we are living life that's why we start this podcast as a reminder as a weekly reminder to ourselves and to each other and to yeah. any um anyone that's listening that um we aren't we're not given this time like it's not guaranteed to come our way so wake up and actually appreciate the smaller things in life because if you don't, if you overlook them every single day, you will end up spending weeks and months of your life not appreciating the fact that it's a really nice sunrise. I'm obsessed with sunrises and sunsets, so that's maybe a very cliche. I'm never
1: up for sunrise. I'm not part of the five a.m. club.
0: Well, I'm a florist. It's not of choice. I sort of decided to do floristry and then realised that you have to be up at crazy, crazy like before the sun. <laughs>
1: people, then people do piss me off. Not you, but morning people. But they are like, I'm gonna say it. I love vegans. (laughs) I love you. But you do know a vegan when you meet one, don't you? (laughs) And it's just like morning people. Okay, we get that you get up at 5am. And that's, again, expectations. We're talking about daily ones here now. Daily expectations have gone up a lot. We're 20. Give us a break. Mum said when she was in her 20s, she was just getting in from a nightclub at 5am. Like, what's happened? Like,
0: yeah, that's true. Well, they got closed for two years.
1: (laughs) 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 But honestly, and then, you know, and I just think... I'm really proud of you for getting up at five a.m. Like not to you, like to the world. Whoever posts it on Instagram on their story, I'm really happy for you. But at the same time, like I don't I just,
0: care. I just
1: don't. Shove you five a.m. I think I might just be a bit jealous, but still, do you know
0: what I mean? Like I know I'm looking at the book Atomic Habits on my bookshelf there. Did she tell you
1: to get up at five a.m.? Um,
0: not maybe not five, no, but it does say to set good boundaries and to sort of don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing the book. It's actually quite a good book, and I've not been paid to say that, and I've not read it cover to cover either. So maybe that's a bit premature to say it's a good book. But the first three chapters, I thought it's good. It is. It is good. It just sort of like resets how you see things. Um, but that's
1: again talking about expectations. It's like this whole like get up, make yourself the most beautiful coffee, cleanse your skin, all these facial creams then you if you don't put spf on you're gonna die then it's like <laughs> then it's like read this book then it's like you yoga stretch bloody like have sex with your boyfriend every day like then it's just everything like continuous oh, you like got
0: meal prep Do you meal oh prep? forgot meal
1: prep and it's just and then socialize and then also get a career save
0: you gotta get nine hours of sleep clean
1: and nine oh and nine you can't have seven you gotta have nine um otherwise, otherwise you're you gonna you're just gonna die
0: yeah and it's just
1: like I just feel like Expectations in general And I know that We're meant to be Talking about our 20s But I think it is Highlighted most in your 20s Because when you're in your 30s I hope I don't give a shit But I do seem to be Giving a shit at the moment And it's stressing me out I think my I'm journaling And I love it But I'm like If I don't journal Whoa I feel like the world's Going to end
0: Yeah you've got to walk around With all those thoughts Haven't you (sighs)
1: So I just think 20s I don't know what I'm trying to get out Of this podcast today But for me I just feel like No one has gave me Expectations other than Myself but I do seem to put a lot of pressure on myself every day to live my life to the full, plus everything else. Yeah. And, like, mortgages, like, they're, like, 70 grand. Like, I haven't got 70 grand. I never will. Like, give me a, give me something.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just... I just think we... I think it's about extending the timeline, basically. Let's free ourselves a little bit. Let, there's 30s to live. 30s and new 20s. Yeah, we
0: can, we can do all that other stuff a bit later on. Like, what is this... In the, It's just, like, a deep seated need to race for everything. But then what happens when you do have all of that? Because looking back at look five years ago and thinking about where I am now and having achieved what I've achieved now, maybe not achieved what I haven't achieved now, um what was I gonna say?
1: You're basically saying I think you should be happy in the moment yeah not look at what you should be doing all the time and just be happy is that what you were trying to say be present so. I've
0: literally not journaled for ages and this is probably why I'm, I've am got too many that's why i too, too many ideas You're in right? my head I'm trying to get them out and I'm just talking but I, don't, I, I don't mean to talk aimlessly I just it's a
1: broad topic
0: it is quite broad isn't it but the daily thing um, I feel like unless I do certain things every day the mm. day is lost
1: dip it yeah and I, I think that's social. I, 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 we will have a podcast on it, and God, is it going to be a juicy one? But social media, I just think has got a lot to pay out for it.
0: it. has yeah. Like I
1: obviously have habits that I love, and I would never stop. Like I don't scroll on my phone in the morning. I don't in the evening. I never will because I just like in bed, because I will just go mad. But I know that like my friend Ellie, you, it's your job, like it's so, so different. Hard to switch off. I don't know how I would, you know. And I spoke to her. I asked a few people about what their expectations are were of their twenties and it was really weird because one friend had said like you know to find out what you motivates you what you love um and I love the answer and then another friend had kind of said being a boss bitch um and living life and not doing what society tells me to do because she's kind of come a long way from thinking that she was going to get married have babies and have a mortgage and she's doing pretty much all of the opposite she said she still feels like she's 18 so I just think everyone's on different paths and we should have appreciate any path that someone's on yeah like i don't look down on people that have achieved what society normally do you know the mortgage i think if that's what makes you happy but i think it's also that we're also at a stage where i think we're not there but we we're living to be content with that and actually quite enjoying it
0: yeah do you know what i mean yeah and that goes back to why we started this as well because all the conversations that we have with each other and our friends is sort of like feeling like we're just not there and I don't want to feel like that.
1: I think we should stop it today. Okay.
0: Because
1: I think that... Let's say we are going <laughs> Right gonna, now. <laughs> let's stop now. I think if we are going to hopefully live to... I'd be quite happy with 70, living to 74. I think that's a nice age. You don't get to the point where you're literally like...
0: 74? I'd be happy with that. Maybe 80? Yeah, I'd push it a bit higher than oh, that. Oh, right. all We've come a long way. If I
1: do get there, I would just like to look back and not look at Becky and think, wow, she put a lot of pressure on herself. She was stressed. She was stressed for no reason. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and i do i think my goal is just to be a little bit like ezra always says it um my boyfriend that i do put a lot of pressure on myself um everything's just got to be like perfect but why, why? i
0: just don't know yeah.
1: like but i think it's all the skincare products and i know i keep going on about it but all of these things that you should be buying I mean,
0: don't look behind me then because I'm i don't know you've got all the number seven and that's only because i got i got a christmas calendar
1: oh and yeah uh, i'm getting through the soap and glory right for I'm number
0: seven I'll, that will still be there in december when my next number seven calendar hopefully santa decides if so get i get things. number seven
1: for my birthday i know you've regifted
0: <laughs> yeah the shit one if, it's, yeah. if the seals come off you know it's not worked for me we've we got the same skin type I don't know Mine's You're just, no, yours oily. is
1: like a canvas mine is like a um, orange pill but anyway a
0: ridiculous thing to say.
1: Anyway, what I was I gonna say? I think that you should tell me now in terms of your expectations and obviously we've I don't know how far we have been talking for a while, have we? Uh
0: 35 minutes, is okay. not too bad. Yeah.
1: I was just thinking about maybe touching on and we haven't talked about it yet, the fact that you are married.
0: I'm not married. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Talk about <laughs> rushing me! Rush me through my twin. <laughs> Jesus, girl. She's I don't not know, married. How was my wedding? Was she's it good? Did I look fit?
1: <laughs> she's not married. Um, I, like, no, she's not. You You're... said
0: that with such conviction. Are you actually caught me off guard for a sec. Just looking down at your
1: hand going, I haven't got a wedding ring yet. No, there's um, no
0: there's no wedding band there, hon. It's just a nice engagement ring.
1: <laughs> well, let's go back. You have been engaged since summer last year. Yep. Yeah. So I I think um, it would be good to kind of touch on, if anything has changed since being proposed to. Like, what is it? Like, tell the people that haven't been engaged, what it's like being engaged. Like, you know, you're in your twenties. You have got engaged. That's big. It's amazing. You have been together a while. To be fair, so you know. But go on. Talk to me about it.
0: Um, To be honest, I think for me the biggest change has been seeing the pieces in the future sort of slot together a bit more, and. Um, I've, I have have like this even more newfound respect for Mason for the way he did it and all the planning that went into it and you know I mean I don't know all the details because you just you, you're not going to know when you're on this end receiving the ring you just don't know what, every single detail that's gone into it but from what I've seen and what I've heard like I just have this whole newfound respect that he's decided to do that and he didn't conform and do it earlier when no. everybody else was like, oh, you've been... Oh, that's ages. You've been together so long. like, we're, It's 10 years next month. And, yeah, that didn't... I'm sure it was a factor, but it wasn't... He didn't propose earlier because we were sort of approaching, again, expectations, you've been with somebody that long, you should do this and you should do that. And, yeah, so my biggest thing is a lot of respect for him. Yeah. For doing that and making that commitment. And... I suppose it's it's got a lot of excitement because I just keep imagining like bringing everyone together and um, asking my bridesmaids and asking my maid of honour like and, and doing all these things and coming up with the plans of how to do that and living in the moment a bit more and knowing that I don't want it to be too far in the future because I want all our nearest and dearest to be there but other than that I don't really think there's anything else that massively has changed changes oh every time I bang my ring I shit a brick excuse expression I, but every time it sort of like clings on something I'm just like, <gasps> like a part of my soul dies and I freak out thinking oh my god I, I could not have a <laughs> ring
1: it have to go be from Argos or Pandora I couldn't do it Julia I'm awful I, re- I lose <sighs> a piece of Julia week one piece of jewelry a week (laughs) luckily it's all from primark because i would be
0: buggered i just don't i can't it's stressful it's like constant and where i'm now like i'm I'm not just typing or i'm not in an office anymore it's such a physical hand literally hands on job. stems flapping everywhere and i've got these you know the, the grubbiest horrible fingers sometimes and work just gets too much and your nails are chipped and you know like the worst your fingers could possibly look and then i think oh my god like i just panic anyway i I was that's, that's the other thing. I just panicked. I just panicked. Something's panic. to that's the That's literally story of my <laughs> life. I just panicked. I just panicked. But,
1: um, yeah, no, I just wondered because um, I guess it's, again, I'm, I find it interesting when, obviously, I think we're just about to move away from it a little bit, but marriage, obviously when you're with someone for a long time you just said it it is that question isn't it that people ask and it's yeah. like are you going to get married i never ask people that question because of my own experiences that marriage has never been a big part of my family um but i think it's just interesting that you notice that the it's a i think it's more a family expectation that runs through it and it you get brought up with that that um I wouldn't say it's an expectation, I would just say it's something that you value, like okay. marriage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, when I think at, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is, is that uh, the people when their parents that haven't been married, I've noticed, don't normally get married. Whereas the ones that have had marriage, I don't know if I'm just chatting shit.
0: No, I don't think you are, because um, my, my mum and dad, like biolo- biological parents, um, they got married um back in romania and they ended up divorcing when i was like five or six living in different countries and you know it didn't work out and then my stepdad who i also call dad because he's been in my life since i was like i don't know 11 12 um he which is like now the majority of my life actually come to think of it which i don't know how that's happened because it's age is a weird thing um and you know him and mum got married and they had my little brother and then we got got the dog and they got a house and i just sort of saw it play out obviously did everything in the wrong order i think they ended up we got the dog <laughs> then they got pregnant and then they were like shit we need to move out so then that happened and then mate literally was delivered like a month later so everything's always been chaotic in my house but <laughs> it's everyone's still being together yeah, yeah. and I grew up and obviously I've had a really long relationship with Mason and his parents are together so they've, I think
1: yeah, they've.
0: they've been together for like you know 30 years so I do think you are right in saying that um, and for me it's definitely more of an expectation than just, not just a value I don't mean it like oh, it's just a value but it's been brought up with it as it's expected more yeah, yeah. to sort of get married and have the family and do all that jazz but we have changed the game in that he's now at university which was never expected he didn't plan on ever doing that he didn't ever see himself doing that so he's changed amazing changed it all up by going from you know being a carpenter and going from a trade uh every day to now into teaching just doing like, what
1: he wants yeah. yeah
0: and showing himself that he's more than able and capable so he'd be quite interested to talk about his own expectations actually i think that'll
1: be really good i think we definitely um i think see how you know what you think but i think it would be good to kind of i guess bring diff- at some point different perspectives onto the podcast because yeah you know our voices are amazing but i do think that there'll be a point where people are going to be a bit like you know
0: yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up the tempo just a little bit because i feel like it's been a little bit of a very reflective yeah, I feel like I'm having
1: a counselling session. i forgot forgotten i be
0: recorded. <laughs> I feel like it's been a bit deep. So my question to you is, if there is one thing you want to achieve before 30, yeah. what would it be? I've, this is completely off the cuff. I've caught you completely off guard. So if you do have something great, if you don't, then park it and answer it next week. Next, yeah, next week.
1: I want to go on some more bloody holidays.
0: No, I'm not just oh, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I swear to God, I literally i i really need to sort my shit out um i have i'm not well traveled i've noticed i with a boyfriend that is and has gone to every country in the world pretty much and i sit there and i think i've not seen enough of the world so i have got other things that i want to achieve but i really just feel like beck calm down get on an airplane don't worry
0: go over there and think about it over there because i guarantee you when you're sat on a beach when you're sat you know, halfway hiking somewhere, thinking, why did I start this hike in like twenty seven degrees? That you will, your problems will look different. And that's what I love about travelling. That's what I love about taking a break, and not it doesn't have to be a hot holiday. it Doesn't have to be like Dubai or something. It does at the expensive. moment, but
1: yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> at the moment, yes, but no, I know. And I think that's what I mean. I think it's about having that. But I just feel like I've let myself down in that area. Just i feel like i've neglected that part of my life which i will resent if i don't do it in my 20s yeah. um so yeah i think for me um uh, more holidays um or just going seeing different things doing different things i think i can be quite um set on just sitting at the pub going to the bar bottomless brunch um hangover on a sunday absolutely fine with a hangover on a sunday but just i feel like i need to mix up the tempo do you know what i mean yeah but that's me i think i would just like to be 30 and look back and think she's been on a few holidays you know she had a good time do you know what i mean time, yeah. and i want to carry that through but in my 30s there'll be a few more goals that are a bit more deeper than that i guess yeah but um what about you julia
0: um i'd like to get married
1: oh that would be ideal <laughs> I'd like yeah that would be quite
0: in real life <laughs> I don't, I don't know what wedding. I don't know what wedding you've already been to, but um, you'll be invited to the real one. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do that, and I'd like to get the ball rolling with that. So I feel like it's just been, oh, you, you know, we're engaged, we're enjoying that, but realistically, we're going to remain engaged for a little bit longer. But the plans need to sort of start happening now because that's another thing. Weddings don't get planned. Like, just because you're engaged doesn't mean that the wedding sort of.
1: And that's what, yeah. You know,
0: transpires. I admire somehow.
1: anyone that gets married and has a big one because I just think, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot. Yeah. Financially, mentally, time wise. It's like, crazy,
0: like, I'm, you know, people working. People lose as, their shit. Yeah, they do. They do. I'm working as one supplier to the brides that I meet. Like, I do the flowers. But if you're the bride. And now I, I, I see the game in totally different... Even though I'm working with like venues and I'm working with other suppliers and I'm getting to know other local suppliers and all that jazz, I think, well, I'm, I am just do the flowers, which is stressful, but I just do the flowers. Like I'll turn up with your flowers and I'll make them look amazing and I'll make your venue look beautiful. Um, but I'm not the bride. Whereas I come home to my bridal planner and wedding planner, which is absolutely stunning and it was the best beautiful, most stunning gift from my friend Emma. Um and I just think, Oh my god, this is what these brides have to deal with. Like there's just pages and pages upon pages of stuff you have to think about.
1: If I do get married, I'm swear to God, I'm having about seven people there.
0: Honestly at this point (laughs) I have said to Mace, should we just piss off to the Maldives? Because our wedding's gonna cost triple that. What about registry office?
1: No, you're Well the one in Harlow
0: is a bit shit, so I don't really wanna it's a bit rusty. It's not like a nice brick building. This got nice architecture. At least you can. A bit of mold probably in there as well. Probably. Oh no doubt. Yeah no maybe not. So yeah maybe not that but. So getting married
1: is is at the top.
0: Yeah, getting married and just going on an adventure. Oh. It could be like climbing a mountain. I want to climb a mountain. I've got a few
1: people that are interested. You've been one of them. shani has been one of them. Ezra said he wants to climb a mountain. We'll come and then. Elliot said about climbing a mountain. What we doing then? Oh. Should we just book it? I just keep thinking about getting to the top of the mountain, and that's all I think about.
0: I do as well, and I listened to a different podcast, um, and they had the f- the youngest and first female who climbed Everest, and she was talking about it, and I was just I've Everest just... is
1: one I'm not going to do,
0: babe. Okay, yeah, no, I'm Close not saying. Close to death.
1: <laughs> I don't want to die yet.
0: <laughs> I've got I actually
1: get my expectations in my twenties, I'll be dead. I don't, I don't want to do that. But yeah, maybe like a little
0: Kilimanjaro. You want to fly out to Kilimanjaro? I <laughs> don't know. I think he likes snowdo I think he Wales.
1: Do Wales or Scotland? Yeah, I'm yeah. Keep
0: it local. Road trip. You Get know. the hiking boots. Get the on. hiking boots. Do the whole pub grub. But we're
1: not posting it all over the stories because I just it makes me want to. It.
0: What when you're the one doing it? I don't know. We probably feel like that because you look at these people thinking, Oh should be doing that." that's well, jealousy. I'd want to climb a mountain? It is it.
1: jealousy. Yeah. But when you're
0: doing it, I'm sure you'd want to share it.
1: No, yeah, I will.
0: I will. I mean, I will. I'll just no, not
1: tag no. you yeah, no. <laughs> alright okay now that's the plan so climb a mountain get married and yeah. go on holidays
0: yeah
1: that's it I think
0: so yeah. I don't want to get anything pierced I'm not dying my hair again because I messed it up last time I did it so I'm not doing that again
1: that's the one more thing I can actually mention actually is whoever's out there with either naturally frizzy hair you haven't got frizzy hair I just want to put this out there because I didn't know this but basically if your hair gets really big like hu- like frizzy in the, in either heat or wet you've got curly hair go to Boots grab yourself a curl shampoo and conditioner get in that shower scrunch your hair up you're going to have curly hair honestly game changer I, I just thought I'd give hair. that bit of word of advice out there I'm
0: just so proud of you and so happy that you've just left it alone and you've just let it come to life
1: I literally had like my hair chemically straightened when I was like 12 like I literally have always thought I had frizzy hair and it was 2021 that i realized actually my hair's curly <laughs> how sad is that what a sad little life oh, and then now i'm just trying to embrace it so girls if you're out there give it a go and um come back to me
0: yeah let us know how it goes
1: so that's that's me
0: <laughs> that's
1: a wrap that's
0: a wrap <laughs> okay no. i don't think um i don't know Do you, do you have any other questions no i think
1: i don't know what our topic is next week i don't know if we've got that far but
0: we haven't decided yet but i think probably social media i reckon
1: yeah i think it's brewing isn't it
0: you need to get your system because you starting to annoy me a little bit i feel like you've got a lot to say the eye
1: rolls just keeps coming from yeah just, social media it just Let's keeps coming up
0: we need to, you need to get out your system it's gonna be a full
1: eruption i'll have to just <laughs> like scream in a pillow just before
0: oh my god but yeah
1: social media well i should have been born in the 1960s yeah
0: you're you've not got the best sort of
1: my phone keeps dying at the moment and i'm just loving it i'm like yeah die yeah I keep forgetting people can't see me I'm making all these facial expressions and people can't (laughs) see me but anyway um, yeah no we'll be back next week and um, yeah we'll be bringing um, hopefully a new I guess perspectives on the social media world which is obviously the biggest part
0: yeah we are recording this today's on a Wednesday so I do feel like the energy is a little bit lower than our first one we were mega hyped to our first one anyway but I think it's been a really reflective
1: I think this just gave Um, people a better understanding of, like, us and, like, where we're at. So, yeah, it has been a little bit deeper than normal, but we'll be bringing bringing some different energy, hopefully, next time. Yeah,
0: I think it'll be very different energy. We'll talk about social media. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll definitely be bouncing
0: around. Well, have a good (laughs) week, guys. Um, We're not too sure when this is going to air, so hopefully when it airs, the Ukrainian crisis is being dealt with Mm. properly. And it'll be good week for you all but yeah we do need to release these sooner rather than later because we can't you know we can't we can't sit on them for weeks and weeks but anyway we do also have a social media handle now so it will be tagged unfiltered adult in underscore or is it underscore unfiltered adult in? is it i think it's i don't know is it underscore
1: underscore unfiltered adult in but um, yep on instagram um hit us up
0: yeah love to you all guys bye,
1: bye. bye.
0: Go then, speak. Oh. Hello. Let me hear it and see what you say.